Welcome to Season 4, Episode 6 of Burner Talk. You are now listening to the podcast that keeps it real all the time. I'm your host, Jay, back at it again with another brand new episode. Need any hoodies, bags, or tees? Wait no longer. Burner Talk merch is finally available for purchase. I'll leave the information in the description as soon as I upload this episode. On today's show, I'm bringing on a guest who's been wanting to join me for a long time. He's a recording artist, writer, director, and barber in the East Tennessee area. He's making his debut appearance on the show. Without further ado, let's welcome Ishmael Nehemiah to the Burner Talk podcast. Say what's up to the audience and let us know how you're feeling today. What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Burner Talk? Y'all, I'm definitely glad to be up on here. Uh, shout out my man, Jay, for finally getting me on here. You done had a few run-ins where I had a... <laughs> I guess I was BSing a little bit. and uh, <laughs> But it's good to finally be on here, though, man. What's going on? It's a, it's, a, it's a rainy day, but I'm happy to be alive, man. I'm happy. I'm, I'm inspired. I'm trying to work and get things done every single day. So, you know, it's another day to, another day to get to it, man. For sure, for sure. And thanks again for joining me, fam. Glad we... Finally found a time to get you on, but oh, yeah. you know, oh yeah, yeah, better late than never. So let's Thanks. go ahead and get into it. But my first question for you today is: it's a question I usually ask, like all my guests that make their debut, and it's just about your experience with podcasts. So, like, do you listen to them? Have you ever been on one? Like, overall, what do you think about podcasts in general? Because I know we talked a bit about you starting up one, like on your own. So, just talk a little bit about that. I've been on a few podcasts, actually. Uh, I love podcasts. Uh, I've listened to plenty of podcasts. Uh, I think it's just a super dope idea, to be honest. Uh, I like to kind of just have good conversations as well, and it gives me an opportunity to kind of get out some things in my brain that I don't usually always get to talk about to everyone. I think podcasts gives people a, a platform to really, you know, when you're when, when you got social media and things like that, you know, like uh, it's like Instagrams and all that. You really have to base what someone's personality is off, you know, what they give to you and that. But podcasts, right. when you have real live conversations and and uh, just the vibes between the two different people that are, or however many people on a podcast, or even if it's just one, you know, you just get to see the real, real opinions and feelings and everything because it's real live. It's live. It's live recorded. And, so yeah, man, podcast is dope to me. I love podcast. It's the, it's a dope thing to me for sure. I and I as you said, I do want to start my own if I could. I'm going to actually. I gotta have more positive words. Uh, I'm starting my own <laughs> podcast. Uh, I can't say a time yet, but that is in the process of being. There's a process of getting worked on. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I feel like it's just a platform to be able to express yourself. You know, like the motto for my podcast, the podcast that keeps it real all the time. So it's kind yeah. of just like, you know, expressing yourself and not being held back, like not refraining on what you uh, want to be able to say. So I feel like it's just a platform for everybody who's been on it, like the past, what, 45 episodes I've already done. So I think it's really fun in that aspect, too. And uh, yeah, now you get to experience that today. And like you said, you get to start up your own. So you get to do your own thing as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So let's. This is the reason why I did bring you on and I'm going to get into your music career a little bit. So I know you've been doing great things with that, but let's go back to the beginning because I don't know much about it. So what, what got you into music and like, who was your main inspiration behind that? Honestly, there is no main inspiration. Uh, I actually think I was wanting to talk about this too. Uh, 
So this is going to be a lengthy answer, if that's all right. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Go ahead. My father, he's an older he's an older dude. He's uh, 72 years old. So, you know, growing up in a household with a father older and coming from that generation, he was always playing that era of music. And he kept vinyls just spinning all the time. So that music was my, I think, my first introduction to what I liked in music. Um, a lot of Michael Jackson and a lot of you know Peebo Bright. Uh, yeah, Peebo. I don't know if you know who Peebo is, but if you no, don't know I've Peebo, heard of him. The Peebo's fire. You know what I'm saying? The stylistics, OJ's, um, Bobby Caldwell, Luther. You know what I'm saying? He played a lot of different older music all the time, and it was an everyday thing. And if he wasn't playing it, he was singing it or whistling it. So that was my. I think my first introduction to a love of music. But then I also had a side of my mother where she played a lot of different things, uh, a different generation. I mean, my mom's 63. Uh, but she liked to play a lot of things like Erica and Lauren Hill. But at the same time, most of my uh, most of my time spent with my mom's music that we listened to is she was always taking me to school in the morning and she played a lot of gospel music. So I think that's also a huge influence on me without even me even noticing it honestly um i was in a church choir uh for at least two three years in my church that i first went to and you know then you got my brothers so my brother jonathan is seven years older than me so i was a lot younger when uh he first started rapping in the house and he was building his own studio and you know that was crazy, first of all, that he was even doing that when I think back on it now because he was young. Uh, right. Yes. <laughs> he had, he kind of got me and my brother both started into rapping. Honestly, he's the pioneer of the rap part of me, I think. You know, yeah. him being a rapper, he also listened to a lot of rap. So he showed me, Jonathan's side of the, the rap that he showed me was, uh, I'd say he, he listened to a lot of like Project Pat and just 36 Mafia in general. Little boozy, a lot of bum B. <laughs> yeah, so like a bunch of old school artists. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I guess at that time, at that point in time, it was my time. You oh know yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was that's what was popping. Like it, Solomon, my brother Solomon put me onto a, um, you know, a lot of artists like Big Crit, Lupe Fiasco, two of our favorite uh, tapes and albums growing up was uh. Food and Liquor uh, was an album from Lupe Fiasco, a fucking phenomenal album. And then you got a, a tape from Big Crit. Crit was here. Two of those uh, are staples of my younger days growing up and my introduction to hip-hop and what I started to love and adapt to. But standalone, my first favorite rapper ever was Lil Wayne. Mm -hmm. Like, for years, Lil Wayne was just my favorite rapper. Everything he was dropping, I just thought was the hardest shit ever. And I think it's because he had a lot of punchlines. And, you know, that's also a huge thing that maybe inspired and, and and kind of set me in a way of how I rap now and how I create music. So, yeah, that's why I love him, too, because he always yeah. comes up with the craziest punchlines. I can't think of one right now, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about. Um, <laughs> No Ceilings was probably my first ever favorite 
mixtape that I listened to in my life. My first ever, I, I thought everything on it was just super hard. I learned every word, every song. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Uh, so yeah, uh, I drew inspiration in and things like that from a lot of different places uh, that I felt really just really created me into who I became now. Not one main thing uh, I think shaped me. It was just so much. It was too many things, actually, maybe. Yeah, we uh we talked about this a little at the shop, but what's your opinion on, like, the newer age, like, the more modern artists in the rap game? Because I know you tend to listen to more old-school rap, but you did say you dabbled on, like, Don Tolliver a bit, for example. So, like, my question is, in terms of quality, how do you criticize music? and use that criticism to decide what you listen to, like with the more modern age? Uh, that's a really hard question for me to answer. <laughs> I haven't really thought about it like that. I have thought about it, but I haven't seen it. I don't think. But so I don't know. I just, I just go by how it sounds, I guess. I don't know. Some things resonate with me and some things just don't, I guess. I don't know. And maybe it depends on the situation I was in when I heard the song. Yeah. And, uh, for instance, I know when I first heard when I got hit the Don Tolliver, I had heard him before, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm certain I had heard his music, but he didn't, I didn't pay attention to what he was doing at all until uh, it was just some night I went out to Nashville and I was kicking it with a homie, a few homies actually. One of the homies came from Atlanta and came to Nashville. And we were all going to go out and we were just kind of kicking it, vibing, drinking a little bit, smoking a little bit, I guess. And he turns on some Don Tolliver. He was playing a lot of music. Um, there's a few songs that stuck out to me that I actually a few artists that I got hit to at that same point in time, but right. it was uh, um, no idea, not a Don Tolliver, and that shit kind of became one of my first favorite songs by him. And like I said, yeah, it just I think sometimes it just depends on the situation. Because if I would have just been chilling in the crib, uh, doing whatever, just kind of like low key kicking it, especially to myself, I probably wouldn't have came across that song. I'm like you know what, this is some real hard shit. I don't feel like. It would have done the same thing for me. But uh Yeah, so just like different circumstances and like Yeah, yeah. And that, people, that. people putting you on. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes I don't know, maybe it is like I don't know, like <laughs> uh what's that that song by Nardo Wick? Uh he's it's like he knocks like Oh, uh who, who wants to that? <laughs> yeah. I thought that she was hard though. It is, it is. It's like yeah. it's something different though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just uh, so, so I will say, for I think, and I also think things grow on me uh, after a while. Uh, maybe it just right. takes time for me to. I'm like an old dog or something, but I could still learn new tricks. You know what I'm saying? I ain't <laughs> thought I ain't that old. Uh, that's just how my mindset is. Though, I guess what I was brought up on. I guess, but. Um, yeah, I was gonna say that's how I am because like my parents, they listen to a lot of R and B and stuff like that. So I do <laughs> listen to a lot of the old school stuff, but I like the modern stuff too. Like I can switch it up day by day. So it's basically whatever I'm feeling at the moment. Yeah. And to be honest, bro, I've learned to, to, um, to respect the growth of the craft that is hip hop. Um, yeah, it keeps evolving. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can't be mad at that because I think sometimes maybe it's, uh, I don't know what to call it, but it ain't like I feel some type of way just because motherfuckers are completely changing what I think rap should be and what I'm used to, and that don't make it right. So 
I've learned to start to respect things and like things a whole lot more and give a lot more leeway and, and uh, open ear to different artists. Yeah, getting more into your music specifically, like, do do you write all of your music beforehand or do you freestyle the lyrics over a beat or is it like a, a combination of both when you make yours? I'd, I'd say it's the concept is a combination of both because I, I usually how I feel mm, – I've been having a little block blockage in writing recently, but when I get into my groove, I usually think the best songs that I've wrote come from when I play a beat and I instantly feel the vibe and I'm I'm knowing exactly what I maybe not what the words I'm saying, but I know the concept of what I'm going with because I'm freestyling the concept and and idea in my head to the beat. And I'm starting to lay a platform as far as like Maybe what's going to the the chorus is going to sound like and say pretty much, and once I know exactly what that feels like from that little play that I'll play, I'll repeat the beat a few times, and I guess yeah, I'll freestyle it in my head in a way. But once I know exactly what I kind of want to do, I start to put the puzzle pieces to the puzzle. If that makes any sense? Yeah, yeah, for sure, that makes sense, and. You know, I'm I'm a big fan of like what you dropped recently with the the single Summer Breeze and what's it gonna be Wigba. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Wigba Wigba's fire. Wigba's hard, but I bump those all the time. But personally, I love like the melodic rap and R and B vibe you got going on with those. So like, what, what was the inspiration behind those songs specifically? Uh, so I'll tell you this: Summer Breeze is a song wrote back in 2019. Um, actually, and nobody, not that most people know this, but my home, I have a homeboy out in Nashville. His name is Edwin Keebles. Well, he's out in Sewanee, Tennessee now, actually. He's from Sewanee, Tennessee. He migrated out to Nashville. I think he's back out in Sewanee right now, but he came to me with, uh, that, the, that beginning of that hook. Like, I think we might've been kicking it together and we turned that beat on. And I think he had the beginning of that, like, she feel like summer breeze, the green person. Top down, pristine green person. But he didn't know what else he wanted to do. Right. So I just took, like, he gave me the, the hook to, to do what I will with it. And I took that motherfucker and wrote the rest of the hook and then wrote a whole song. Uh, That song's 2019 type shit. So back in 2019, uh, I want to say... I don't really think I was dropping too much music at all. Besides, I think I might have dropped Natives in 2019. But beyond that, around that time, there was really not much singing at all that ever came from me at all. But, you know, I was always doing it. Like I said, I was in a church choir when I was a kid. And my dad kept fucking the oldies in the crib. There's nothing but singing always going on. So I was always singing. And I always knew I could do things like that. I just never really put it out in the music because I hadn't really for me in, in, in this music shit is taking a long time for me to gain confidence in what I want to do and what I'm doing at the same time like and also because like you know it's just, it just came from things that stem from my growing up you know I was not always the most confident person growing up so I was not mm-hmm. confident in putting singing in my music i think it's because i came from this small ass town and i mostly cared about what people were gonna say while i had to be amongst them because i know i lived here right but 
you know, like I said, it, it was something I was always doing. You know, I was always inspired to do it and, and put singing in my in my music and rapping and shit. And I did it a little bit in that last album that I dropped, My Brother the Ride. We sang a lot of hooks and and things like that. But I think just me putting those last two songs out, especially with Summer Breeze being a start, it was just something I was felt like, man, fuck it, I'm going to go ahead and finally just do it. Uh, instead of caring so much because I, I went through so many different things than the past few years that I don't know, it just changed me to where I didn't, I stopped caring about any of that. You know, like it's, if I got uh, a gift or I feel like I got something I want to do, I need to do then I need to just do it. It has nothing to do with nobody else. Any of that. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, Summer breeze had to come out and I was nervous when I put it out at first, but I figured it would just be cool. People would say it's all right and they'd like it. And then that'd be it. And it'd just be a song that I put out, but people ended up telling me they love the song. I actually hate the mix on that song, but really, I hate the mix on that track. <laughs> but uh, people tell me they love the song, and you know they they really love the song. Actually, like people like it was a homeboy who, when I gave him his first, uh, like I sampled the song for him, and then he would tell he would really for like at least a year and a half he was telling me fucking drop the song, like drop the song, drop the song. I'm gonna play it all the time, and I finally dropped it. That's literally all he does. He plays it all the time put a lot of people onto it and shit. So now I think yeah, I just everybody really couldn't deny, I guess, how I guess the structuring of the song. It was a good song. The way it's wrote was good. And no sound bad. So that gave me a confidence to say, fuck that. I'm gonna go ahead and really just put out what I want to put out. And I can't create music like that. What's it gonna be? Uh came I uh, guess last last year I think. Sometime early, like maybe it's 2021 or 2022, but I think it's 2022 is when I wrote it. Uh, but that's the thing, like, there's so much music that no one's been able to hear yet that there's far beyond some like those, those are just you know the beginning of so many different songs that y'all gonna hear where I'm actually singing now, where I'm you know not holding back or any of that. Yeah, it's a different evolution. Like, we were talking yeah. about how the genre is evolving, I feel like you have been too with like the singing stuff. Oh yeah, most definitely. Uh, I was always like this. Uh, so I'm about to drop an album, right? And yeah, I was just gonna ask you about that. <laughs> yeah, I haven't explained this yet, but the songs that I'm dropping are all I'm I'm dropping this the album uh all singularly. I'm I'm only gonna drop the like songs one by one, and I'm gonna pick the times when I drop the songs, but they're all gonna be it's gonna be almost like a, a compilation. So I'm not gonna just mm -hmm. drop a full length album at once i'm gonna give you a song at a time that is gonna show a whole lot of you know singing and shit but just like summer breeze all those songs were wrote back in the day a lot of old music and i just kind of revamped them and put them on new uh production uh but it's all, it's all old music and shit that i've just been doing y'all just didn't know i was doing it you know so you've I mean? had them you've had them written for a while you you're just like just now working up the confidence to put them out? Pretty much. Not even necessarily the confidence. It took confidence a little bit, but it was mostly the reason I haven't put out this project is because I'm a, I try to be a perfectionist and shit, and I feel like things yeah. need to be at the right time. And also, I haven't worked as hard as I should, I feel, and, and things like that. So it was just, I think timing is everything. Shit happens when it's supposed to, but, you know, We'll see what happens with the project. We'll see what happens. It's definitely all old music, though. Well, not all, but 
a lot of it is uh, old music. You know, what's it gonna be? It was actually the first song and introduction to the project. Uh, that's gonna be on the album. The, that's just like the single for me. I think you know the, one of the most catchiest songs off the album. Oh yeah, hundred hundred percent. I've had that on repeat. Is like. Another question about that song, is that like about somebody specifically or is that just like something in general that you wrote influence wise? Um you don't have to mention them, but nah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, this song now nah, I'm just playing. Nah, uh yeah, so actually all the love music, there's a bunch of love music that's gonna be on the project. It's side A and side B. And there's a lot of love music that can that is a part of this and it's because uh during those times i was either in a relationship or i had just gotten out of a relationship and yeah. was dealing was dealing with what i was going through in that situation and both whatever so uh yeah it's definitely about somebody specific it was about yeah was, i had i was in a six-year relationship but i was a kid growing up to, to be a young adult so all that music that you do hear about up until this point at least you know what i'm saying there's you know, I haven't been in a new relationship or anything, so I kind of just been paused on a, the love music tip, I guess. Uh, right, right. But yeah, yeah, most definitely. It's definitely inspired from uh, this previous relationship I was in. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like some of, like, when rappers make the love music, that's some of the hardest for some reason. I don't know. I was like melodic rap and the R&B vibe, personally, and like yeah, the, uh, the slower vibe, too. Yeah, I like, uh, I like, I mean, being able to mix singing and rapping is probably one of the best things that I think people would say has happened to rap in a lot of different ways. Just because you adding two different vibes into that shit. R&B is undeniably just some beautiful ass music and then rap is something 100%. different. I feel like rap ain't really been explained yet. To be able to rap is just so different. Like, you don't even need any, I don't, you don't need no tones or nothing you just rap <laughs> you can just rap and use your regular voice and it does something just by i don't know so adding those two together is definitely a, a combination that's unmatched and I, I think i asked you at the shop about this already but i think the beat on what's this gonna be is really fire so like what was the production process with that i got a homeboy out in um nashville whoever tunes in this goes hard, Alex. This is at on uh, our social medias. This goes hard, Alex. Um, mm. Super fire producer. I actually met him. Let me think. Oh, I, how I met him was um, the homeboy Edwin that I told you about earlier. Yeah. He um, sent me his page. He, I guess he had found him through, I don't know, he was on his search and shit. My homeboy Edwin has a magazine out there in Nashville, actually, too. It's um, the Nuance magazine. So he always makes a lot of different moves out in Nashville. And he, he discovered this dude through social media, I believe. Sent me his page, and I didn't waste not even a second. I hit him up and said, bro, let's work on something. And he instantly sent me a pack of beats. And I wrote at least four or five songs out of that pack. And from then, I just we just continued to keep working. So he sent me another pack of beats, another pack of beats, another pack of beats, another pack of beats. Within one of those pack of beats uh came fucking that uh that track and yeah, I just went from there. I created that shit. That song actually was wrote I'd say that song was wrote in like fifteen minutes. 
Only 15? That's crazy. Yeah, that was one of them songs that just completely wrote itself. Like I told you, I threw it to that process where I was like, I played the beat and I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I could hear it in my head. I started singing the tone of the beat. I might not uh, sing the tone of the hook. I might not know the words just yet. But that shit got put together so quick. Yeah, that, that's dope, bro, that you can just like, you know, imagine and envision what you see on the beat as soon as you hear it. Because, yeah, 15 minutes is quick. And to create something that catchy, like, I, I think it's really catchy. It's actually been stuck in my head for a minute. So, yeah, you did, a, did a great job on that one. I appreciate that, bro. I appreciate it. To be honest, I'll tell you what, those songs, the, the catchy songs like that, those shits are the easiest to write. Like, if you yeah. think about the song structure uh, of that track, it's literally just a hook over and over. And the, the verse that I wrote is, what, like... I think eight bars, the first verse. Yeah, I did notice like it's the chorus repeated a lot. Man, I, I repeat the chorus, the the verses, uh, the beginning of the chorus. Like, yeah, so what's you yeah, know what I mean? you know, and then that's just like what eight bars, and it was super simple. Uh, I write a verse, and that verse literally wrote itself. The whole verse is me comparing uh, Shorty to like the solar system <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know that, that literally that verse wrote itself and then i had a little bridge and that song originally is supposed to be longer it has like an added chorus in it but it was just to, to me and a few others too much so i just decided to cut it those that are bridge, oh, the my bridge the bridge, you said oh no you're good my bad what were you saying oh yeah i was gonna say it seems like uh the songs that you put less work into those are usually the ones that get the most recognition and i, I don't know why but like i guess like with the the bigger artists when they put out the uh they put out songs that they didn't have that much meaning or something like that and they just try to create something like catchy that they know is gonna attract the general audience that's what i was trying to say oh yeah it's i think uh i don't know maybe it's just pure energy or some shit i don't know yeah the dollars music but (laughs) sometimes i like to be thoughtful in the music that i make i like to like personally I think my personal opinion my best songs are the ones that they necessarily had to take me a long time but it, it took me some real some real energy to put into writing that song to uh have a dope outcome yeah an like actual I, thought process yeah yeah I feel that I feel that and with better days like do you feel like that's your best yet out of everything you made Better Days being the, the single that's coming out? I mean, not Better Days. I am who I am. Like the whole project in general. Do I think it's the best I've ever done, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to consist of some of my best music I've ever wrote, for sure. Right? Yeah, I, I know it's hard to compare, but... <laughs> well, yeah, nah, for sure. I just, I've lost a lot of music, and I've gone through a huge slump in writing music, I feel like, too. I just feel like there is no limit to what I'm going to do. So there's no way it's the best. There's no way. And I know I can keep going crazier. I know I can. Uh, but, yeah, without a doubt, it's consists of some, uh, some of the best music I think I've ever wrote. 100%. Side, 100%. B, side B is still in the works. Side A is, I think it's a lot of dope-ass music, but to me, it's nowhere near what Side B has to offer. Wait, can you explain the side thing again? You said you're like dropping individual songs at different times. 
So this is how it's gonna go. Uh, my side A is getting dropped as, you know, as it's a, co- like a compilation. So I'm gonna drop, you know, like better days, and that's gonna go a part of the album. Everything's gonna have, you know, when you when it gets, you'll be able to go check. Like when I drop the song, and you'll go back to check on your, uh, on my page for for the album. You know, I am who I am as an album. It will just have those songs in that, uh, in that album. But they're not gonna. I'm the album's gonna get filled up as the year goes on. It's only gonna take a few months, but I'm not gonna just drop them all at once. And gotcha. That'll be all side A. I haven't decided what I'm gonna do with side B yet. Gotcha, gotcha. So it's just side A right now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited for that. And you said Better Days drops tomorrow, right? It does. Twelve o'clock. 12 o'clock. We'll be watching out for that for sure. Appreciate that, man, for sure. Uh, actually, that's that's a dope one right there, actually. Uh, the writing on it, I think, is really cool. Uh, I think the best music for me is personal music, so when I write some real personal joints like Better Days, and I just, I don't know, that that's my favorite kind of music that I create for me personally. I throw everything away and be able to do that all the time. But I say that all the time, so maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I don't know. That's maybe that's when you get in your bag more when it's like more meaningful to you. It's got a deeper meaning, deeper connection. So yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, uh, oh, go uh, ahead. Oh my bad. I also have been working on. I got more music besides this album that I'm about to release soon. So. Keep an eye out for that as well. I ain't gonna say too much on that. It's just really ain't a big deal, honestly. It's just a little EP I probably wanna drop. So Oh yeah, I was gonna say do do your promo now. Yeah. You hold me up. <laughs> this is gonna be a little EP I'm gonna drop. Gotcha, not gotcha. Sure that's gonna release shit either, but when it does, I'll definitely leave y'all. I'll keep you posted on that for sure. For sure, for sure, man. I appreciate it. But uh yeah, my last question for you today is uh what's your end game as an artist? Like what's your main goal? Where do you see yourself in say 10 to 15 years? Uh 10 to 15 years. I should probably have a plan for that. Uh yeah. For me personally, I think I don't I'm not looking to be some type of famous artist or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh but I do want my music to be heard by the people that need to hear my music. You know what I mean? Right, I have, I have songs that people have came back to me and told me that it just made them cry and touched them, and I just feel like that's something special. That's something I want to do forever, uh, and I want to do for anyone and everyone that I can if they needed to hear that. There's, I got a homeboy who his favorite song of mine is one that I haven't even ever released, but I I perform it uh, at one of my shows, and he said he loves it because he just relates to it so much and. He felt like he felt alone until he heard that song and it made him connect with who I am. Yeah, I'm just like, damn, that's crazy because I don't know. Like, it, it, the reason I even make music in the first place is because I felt I could never express myself to people in the world at all. I, I just don't. I have an issue with expressing myself, so I hold a lot of things in. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and sometimes I guess that shit makes you feel alone. So to be able to put out music and then people connect with it and they understand it and they feel it and it's the same story for them almost. 
I think that's special. So I want my music to be heard by the people that need to hear it like that. That's important to me. In 10, 15 years, I hope that I can touch as many people as possible with what I have to offer in my music. That's all that really matters. Yeah, so you want it to resonate with people like the way you use music to connect with people. That's how I'm using the, the podcast to express myself. So just two different media outlets. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I feel that, man. But yeah, I think that's all I had today. Unless you had any final thoughts, man. Hey, man, uh, I it was this was dope. Uh, I appreciate you having me slide up on here. That's what I got to say for sure, man. Thank you. Finally got this going. Needed to get this going. Yeah, finally. Yeah, I was gonna say I hope hope you enjoyed it and hope to have you back on again soon. I got to get Kareem on here too. Oh yeah, yeah, bro, for sure. Um, let me know. I'm always I'm always down. Just let me know when you want to do it again. Shit, the the album's gonna be dropping and the EP gonna be dropping soon. So you know we'll have more to talk about. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And if you're listening, definitely go check that out. I'll drop everything in the description below. So thanks again, Is, for joining me. Oh yeah, for sure, bro. I appreciate you. Yeah. All right, guys. That's the end of this one. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcast at. And Burner Talk merch is also available now, so go get yours today and rip the show. As always, thanks for keeping it real. This is your host, Jay, and you just listen to Burner Talk. I'm out of here. Peace.